0: Domestic violence affects millions, both women and men of every race and religion, culture, and status. It's not just punches and black eyes. It's yelling, humiliation, stalking, manipulation, coercion, threats, and isolation. It's stealing a paycheck, keeping tabs online, nonstop testing, constant use of silent treatment, or calling someone stupid so often they believe it. I, too, am a survivor of domestic abuse, so every month we rededicate our lives to breaking the cycle. If you need assistance or want to talk to someone about domestic violence, call 1-866-331-9474 to speak with a trained peer advocate. Get, get, get down. New York streets were killers of walk like Pistol Pete and Pappy Mason Gave the young boys admiration Prince from Queens and Fritz from Harlem Street legends The drugs kept the hood from starving Pushing cars, Nikki bars was the 70s But there's a long list of high profile celebrities Worldwide on the thorough side of things Live as kings Some died, one guy, one time, one day grabs me. As I'm about to blast heat 40 side of burning. I turn well Hey everyone, this is DeQuan, and Destiny is my auntie and you're now listening to Chronicles of Divine Destiny. All right. Hey y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Chronicles of Divine Destiny. What? Podcasts hey y'all <laughs> this is season six can you believe it i am back for another season <sighs> i am in season six and i don't i'm i ain't gonna say i don't know how i got here but i'm happy to be here i miss y'all <laughs> i miss recording so much has been happening in my fasting. Um, I know I shared with you all about me um, moving. So I'm recording my first episode for season six in my new crib. (laughs) So yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, figure out what are good times to record and stuff like that. And it seems like Mondays, my off days are good days to record. Um, just so I can have less noise because I do have people who live above me. And sometimes it can be a little noisy, so I kind of don't want it to be, um you know, in my episode, distraction or whatnot. So, yes, the move have been interesting. <laughs> I have just so much to catch you guys up on. Anyway, so let's start with the moving. The move... Um, I had a mad people helping me. I packed, you know, every week, got myself together on the last Sunday in August. I had a bunch of people from my church. My family had three vehicles. We load all of those vehicles up, came to my new spot and, um, yeah, we was unloading. so (laughs) as we're unloading, um, we experienced a Karen situation. Which is very uh, funny to me. But anyway, um, I didn't actually experience it and I didn't see the beginning of it. So I heard later on that day that my neighbors was asking like, oh, so what are we doing? Where's the party? Just inquiring why we were moving stuff in the house. Now, mind you, it's daylight outside. It's not at night. It's daylight. So you know my landlords know that I'm moving in <laughs> I told them hey Sunday I'll be moving my stuff in blah blah boop-de-boop. so you know I'm I'm supposed to be here I have keys to get in and out the house so why are you inquiring about like what we doing and she also asked like what we doing because do we are in asked what's my landlord's home and I'm like it doesn't matter <laughs> You know, this is me finding out later, but she didn't ask me, but she acts like my mom and them. And luckily my pastor was here, so he intervened and um introduced us properly or whatever. So she acts like, you know, was they home and or oh, whatever. So once my pastor broke the ice, he was like, Hey, I'm gonna introduce you to Destiny. And I was like, Hey, I spoke to them, you know, I'm thinking it's cool. She's married, she her and her wife um live next door. And she said her in-laws were like visiting she was like if i need anything of course you know they don't really mean that but they suggest that to make sure that i hit them up and you know and they was like and i told them they was like yeah they're going out of town i was like yeah i know they'll be back next week or whatever you know i guess she just want to figure out like what's going on me honestly i mean what could i do in broad daylight (laughs) with a bunch of people helping me move like my stuff like you see we're moving stuff you know so I just really feel like you know it it's nothing wrong with inquiring and trying to figure out if something is going on like it's nothing wrong with that but it's ways of asking and I'm learning in my life that you have to it's not what you say it's how you say and you know me personally if I wanted to see what was going on it's like hey I'm your neighbor next door blah 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 Welcome to the neighborhood. That's what I would have did. But anywho, so I'm thinking, okay, that's the end of that. Cool, chill. So I'm spending, you know, I'm that was my first night nice staying here. It was cool. So I think. So not the next day, but two days after that, I'm in my car. I just, you know, I'm just excited. I'm in my new place. I'm putting stuff up each day, stuff like that. So I'm like excited about being in my own place. And um, (laughs) first, before I get to the second story, I just want to let y'all know, um, some of you may have already experienced this milestone, but this is such a big thing for me because I have struggled all my life, like literally been struggling financially with having somewhere to live and like for years, I will say, like, I was driving around with everything I own in my car and from living from place to place, living with people that was hard to live with and, you know, living in rooming situations like I've never had my own. I never, um, I always was ma- ma- in a relationship or I was married or I was living with people or a living situation, you know, and it have not always been great, but it has, I have not stopped and you know i never thought after getting divorced that it would take me so long but i feel like i hindered myself because i was being very fearful of stepping out there but you know i was put in a position where i didn't have no choice but to step up and man up so to speak or woman up so to speak and um it just feels so good and so liberating because I remember being in, in relationships where men always told me that I was nothing without them, that I couldn't do anything, <clears throat> and I would be nothing without them. And just purchasing not one but two cars after that relationship, providing for myself, like just doing what I need to do. I'm a hustle, I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna do what I need to do. And you know to me now having a place of my own and it feels great yes it's a basement apartment and my landlords live upstairs but guess what this is my own I put the key through the door and it's my place and thank you Jesus (laughs) and it just goes to show if you just do the work and maybe it won't for you won't take as long as it did for me but God is faithful and he provides and he's gonna take care of you. And like I said, I really truly believe I hindered myself a lot of years because I out of fear. But just to say that I am happy to be in my own place and I'm gonna do what I need to do, and what I gotta do to keep what I have. Amen? Amen. So next, let's get back to story time. So yes, so this is like two days after I'm living here in my car chilling or whatnot so a lady pulled up to me and this lady is black actually so i'm thinking okay well she pulls up to me because she wants maybe i look like somebody she know i've been told that (laughs) or whatever so she pulls up to me and her car is like right next to mine so it's kind of weird but whatever so i wrote my window down i was like hi she was like um are you house sitting so i'm like looking from side to side and i'm like in my house sitting i was like no i'm not um i'm actually renting their basement apartment she was like oh because they're not home and we we've been wondering why your car's been parked there every night so who is we first of all (laughs) so yeah um you know i kind of gave her a little grace because i'm like oh she a sister maybe she's out of concern at this point i don't think that she's being nosy but we're gonna get to that so she was like um well i'm diane i think she's her name Diane. i can't remember but i'm stick with that she said i live across the street if you need anything you know that it's not true they always say that you can you're more than welcome to come on my door i mean come to my house and ask me for anything all right cool so um I'm thinking, all right, cool. Two people that said something to me, maybe this is it. And they all both said that they're really close with my landlords. And this is my thing. People that I'm close with, they know my business. Now, they probably see them going out out of town or whatever. But, baby, (laughs) y'all not that close. Because if you was that close to them, they would have known, y'all would have known that I was moving in here. Which they probably think is none of your business. Which is really none of y'all business. But you made it your business. So fine. (sighs) So the next dilemma. uh, My neighbors across from me. uh, The Karens. (laughs) They actually have dogs. And you guys know. I have a phobia of dogs. I've come a very long way. I used to run. I don't do that. I kind of just like stand there. Trying to gauge to see like what's going to happen next. Or whatever. So. It's not the actual wives that lives next door, it's the mother-in-law. She has the dogs outside unleashed. So when they see me, they come running towards me. So I'm just kind of like standing there and she's like screaming for the dogs to come back. Dogs definitely not even listening to her. (coughs) Like she's pressing the button. I don't know if this is some type of shock. That little pug dog was not listening to her at all. But I guess. And she finally get the dogs together puts them up and she doesn't even apologize she don't say I'm sorry nothing she just put the dogs up so I'm like okay so my anxiety is on three million because I'm like I've never had seen people dogs run to me and they call them back and they like ignoring them because they was determined to get to me or whatever so a couple days go by same incident again I'm coming out from my apartment here come the dogs running towards me and I'm like and she doesn't apologize again. So I've been waiting to have a conversation with her, and her daughters, to have a conversation with them to let them know like, hey, I don't know your dogs like that. You know, they've been running to me. They're supposed to be on a leash. You're supposed to be on a leash. Like period. You don't have your dogs running free because if they accidentally bite me, which is not going to be an accident because they bite people, then you're going to be mad when I'm suing you because I'm going to sue you. Because <laughs> your dog's supposed to be on a leash. So, anywho, as of that, after the second encounter, I haven't had any issues with the dogs. Um, But if the third time they um, so happen to come to me, I'm going to knock on the door and have a conversation. So, here we go. Back to my sister, Miss Diane. (laughs) The sister. Uh, So... I'm out and about shopping, getting ready for the Wu Tang Clan, Nas and Busta Rhyme concert or whatever. And um, I'm having a little stressful morning, just starting off a little bit stressful. So, get home, talk to my mom on the phone. And I was like, oh, okay. Typically, when I'm home, I'm not normally home during the day because I'm mostly at work. So I was like, oh, it's parking that's closer to the door. So I pulled up and here she is outside watching me so i'm just thinking she just outside that's what i'm thinking but i find out once she approached me that she's watching me so (laughs) she comes she said hey when you're done can you back your car up some and i'm like why is she asking me to back my car up like for what so i was like you know what let me just move my car because I don't have time <laughs> for this lady. Like, I'm about to go in the house. about to take me this nap so I can be ready for the concert later. So I can be well rested because I know we're going to be out late. Whatever. So I get in my car. And I got all this time, I got my mom on the phone with me. and She's on, you know, speakerphone listening or whatever. So I turn and bring, move my car across the street. I lied to you guys. not as soon as I put the car in park, she was standing right at my driver's side window. Standing there and this is what bothers me the most because you don't know me at all and the two interactions that we've had with each other have not really been that great and you don't know me well enough to walk up to my car and approach me about anything because i'm like okay you asked me to move back i move my car completely because you know i'm like i don't have time i'm tired i want to get in the house whatever and um, she comes to my car and I was like, I look at her and I roll my eyes because I'm like, why is she at my car? And my mom was like, keep me on speakerphone and so I can hear her. And I was like, okay. So, um, so I roll my window down because trust me, I was struggling with rolling my window down because I was already cuss this woman out because I'm like, why is you at my car at this point? So I rolled my window down. And she was like, I didn't tell you to move your car. <laughs> you heard that right. I didn't tell you to move your car. I just said move your car back some. I was like, well, I was under the impression that we had assigned parking out here. Like we had designated parking. I said, because I thought it was street parking. That's what I was told. Oh, oh, it's not designated parking, but my sons like to park their cars in those spots. Um, So they can watch their cars. So I'm looking at her like, so you coming outside to me on behalf of your, your sons. And I'm a single black woman by myself. So you don't think that my safety or I want to watch my car or anything like that. You don't think that's something that, you know, <laughs> to worry about. You worry about your kids. Because if somebody comes in park here, you know whatever i was just very irritated by her and i just rolled my eyes got out of the car and came in the house and i just was like you know what i don't even want her talking to me (laughs) i don't want no interactions with her don't even speak to me don't even say hi i don't even want to be cordial like at this point you just need to not even say nothing to me sis for real and just because we both black don't mean that we cool because you already starting off with me on the wrong foot and like you are so nosy like mind your business but to top it all off right the next day uh, um I see a bunch of cars outside and they're all parked guess where in her son's parking spot and I know for a fact that she did not go to them people houses and tell them to move their cars because you know why when I went to the game night that I went to and came back those cars were still there okay so miss thing (laughs) thing she gonna get the right one one day and I'm just y'all pray for me because y'all know how I am I be especially since I've been dealing with grief my tongue and my mouth had just been on another level um not taking no, you know what. <laughs> and I ain't got time for her. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I'm working every day. I just want to come home. Put my can in do door, Come home to a peaceful home. You know, I ain't trying to be, you know, because I know I'm new around here or whatever. And that's fine. And you know what? I'm not even mad that they even have certain places to park. Because I, I get it. I get it. I, I get it. I would like when I come home to pull up to where I've been parking all this time. But it's street parking, and that means you can park anywhere. So if I come home and my parking space not available, guess what? I'm gonna have to park somewhere else. Period. It's just how it is. So, yeah. And I also have friends and family that ain't got time for that. <laughs> They're not gonna show no grace. They're not gonna be nice. They're not gonna do any of that. If she come and say something to them, they gonna call her whatever they feel like calling her and tell her to mind her business but you know I digress (laughs) so yeah season six you know I have an idea of how I want it to go (laughs) I really do and um I'm excited about it I hope you guys are excited about it and um yeah I'm just excited that I have been consistent I've had my breaks and I appreciate each and every one of you that be sticking around and checking on me and just been faithful listeners, even to my new listeners. I appreciate you all too. Thank you. Without you all, it would be no Chronicles of Divine Destiny. I am really working on like just bettering, bettering, bettering my show in any way possible. Um, Next year, 2023, will definitely be different. And um, I don't know. I'm not sure how many seasons I'm going to have for Chronicles of Divine Destiny. Because the purpose of this podcast is to document my life. And um, yeah, I'm not saying that my life is ending soon. (laughs) But, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to be... Documenting in my life i don't know if i'm gonna do it until i get married or just to certain things are over with like i don't know but i appreciate you all being with me so yes i have a little update with mr hot chocolate <laughs> and um yeah so i don't i don't even really know how to feel <laughs> about the whole situation with the conversation, but yeah. But I'm gonna try to get it in because I'm trying to make this episode 30 minutes or less. (laughs) But anywho, so I just told you earlier that I went to the Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang and Nas concert. Um, And you know, I'm a huge hip-hop fan. Anybody that knows me even follow me every now and then I will post like little videos of old school stuff and everything like that and um yeah so um I bought some memorabilia and I had a little t-shirt a tour t-shirt and I wore it to work and Mr. Hot Chocolate saw my t-shirt and he was like hey so you went to the concert and I'm like yeah and we started talking and like crazy because i see this man a lot and a lot of times he speaks to me and then sometimes like he don't and i'm not saying like i don't know if he just don't see me or he just be in his own world i don't know i don't know him i was trying to get to know him i don't know if i still want to try to get to know him but i don't know so we're like having a conversation about the concert and i'm like hey so just like your first concert he was like nah Because he's four years older than me, so he was like, No, I'm 47. You know, I saw him like in '94, '95, and I'm like, Oh wow, like around that time, like 15 or whatever, so of course I couldn't see them. I said, Well, I wasn't that very fortunate during that time to go to concerts, but I'm definitely enjoying myself now. we were just talking about. I was like very shocked because I live in the DMV area which is DC, Maryland, Virginia for those who don't know which I think y'all do know but I live in that area and I've dated a lot of majority of my boyfriends have been from Washington, DC and I've dated a lot of men here and I've never dated them to the point that they love hip-hop like Wu-Tang, Nas, Busta Rhymes, Tribe, Cold Quest like I love hip-hop and I used to get laughed at because of my love for hip hop, like dc people pick with me so bad because uh, for one i'm country for two dc people are they have a thing if you don't look like them talk like them act like them you a bama or whatever and we kind of like touched on that he was like oh no nah, you know it's like how can i not embrace hip-hop when a lot of go-go bands he was like don't get me wrong because i love my go-go you know, like back in the day, you know, a lot of go-go bands used to hit some of the um Fs, used to hit some of the Wu-Tangs and the Nas and stuff like that. So, you know, it's like kind of hard for me not to like it. I said, Wait, I can understand that's I can dig that. I said, but it's still hard for me to like, you know, be like, okay. So yeah, we talked for a good little minute, um, just about the concert. <laughs> um, he said he went with his sister and two cousins. Like we talked for about 10, 15 minutes. It was like after work and we actually like walked outside. And he was like, oh, he had to go back in because he forgot to clock out because we was talking so much. And um, that was that. And yeah, that's the update. I don't have nothing else. Um, I was really trying like to just be like, oh, I don't like him no more. And every time I get like that, we have these conversations and then I see him and then I just be mesmerized like all over again. But I am guarding my heart because, <laughs> you know, men are pursuers, and if he likes me, he will say something. The thing is, he knows I like him, so it's like I don't feel like I have anything to say. And I told my friends and them like, I put it out there. You know, I like you, so now it's up to you. And he has yet to hook me in or even say anything about anything. So I don't know. I don't know what God's trying to teach me because I like everything I know so far has been the wait and do it scared. And I've been waiting, but I'm excited because I know who God has for me is going to be amazing. He's going to be a great husband. He's not going to be perfect, but he's going to be what I need. And he's going to love everything about me. And we can go to concerts together. We could do stuff together. (laughs) And I mean, you know. One thing I do believe, I think because he does follow me on social media, I do, on my personal page, a lot of you guys probably don't follow me on there if you're not my friends. So, you know, I may come off as a goody two-shoe and I'm not. (laughs) I am far from it. And if he ever really took the time to get to know me, he would know that I'm not. He probably think I'm like this Bible thumping. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my Jesus. Don't nobody come before that. Like I've done that, I don't put men before God. I ain't about to do that. Like I'ma wait on God. I try things on my own. It does not work. My cousin used to tell me, "Nothing changes if nothing changes." So I'm changing my way of, of relationships and all of that. So I'm just like really just waiting on God. And who God has for me is gonna be for me. And it may not be Anthony. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I was not supposed to say that name. I'm going to bleep that out. But anyway, so, yeah, that's all I got for you all. I am so excited for season six. I'm so excited for you guys to hear who I'm going to have as a guest on my show and all of that. And, yeah, so uh, see you all next week i